be the end of everything. They also had a story of ice and fire, evil frost giants, and of Odin, the first god. It explains how the Vikings thought their world began. The Creation At the beginning of Norse time, there was no sky, no earth, no sea. There was only a vast emptiness waiting to be filled. To the north of the emptiness lay a place called Niflheim, a place of such fiercely cold ice and snow, no being could live there. Even the wind that blew across it shivered with cold. If anything living had entered Niflheim, it would have frozen solid in an instant, then cracked and crumbled until it was nothing more than dust blowing across the ice. To the south of the emptiness lay Moosebell, a place where it was so hot the ground was liquid. Every few seconds the surface would be covered with huge bubbles that suddenly exploded, sending up great shooting fountains of boiling mud and fiery boulders. Eventually, the great heat from Moosebell rolled over the emptiness and touched the freezing edges of Niflheim. Gradually, the air grew milder, and very slowly, drip by drip, the ice began to thaw. These drips made strange, twisted shapes. One resembled an enormous frozen man, and it grew into the evil frost giant, Ymir. As Ymir lay sleeping, the warm air began to make him sweat, and from these drops another three frost giants were formed. The melting ice also made a huge cow called Audumla. It was Audumla's milk flowing in four rushing rivers that fed and nourished Ymir. Audumla fed by licking the salt out of the frozen sea. One day, as she was rasping her rough tongue across the ice, a dark shape began to appear where she was licking. The more she licked, the clearer the dark shape became. It began as just some hair, and then a whole head was revealed. By the end of the third day, Audumla had licked away enough ice to free a strong, handsome, dark-haired man, whose name was Buri. In time, Buri had a son, who in his turn married a frost giantess. These were the parents of the first god, Odin, and his two younger brothers. Niflheim was still a cruelly cold place, made even more savage by the brutality of the frost giants, and the worst of them all was Ymir. His head was crowned with huge pointed icicles as sharp as spears, he had blue skin from the cold, and he never smiled. Instead, he grumbled loud and often about how crowded Niflheim was becoming. He had a vicious temper, and it didn't take much for him to lash out at all those around him. As Odin and his brothers grew into young warriors, they began to get more and more angry with Ymir. He would blow freezing air over them as they slept, encasing them in sheets of ice. He mocked their puny size compared to his own gigantic body, and he constantly poured scorn on their fighting talents. Ymir showed neither pity nor sorrow for the pain and suffering he caused, because, like all frost giants, his heart was frozen solid. 
Finally, the three young gods had had enough. They had grown up hating Ymir, and when they all agreed they could no longer bear him, they joined forces and attacked. In spite of all the things Ymir had said about the young god's lack of fighting spirit, he could do nothing to prevent them from killing him. Ymir's death was terrible. Torrents of blood gushed from his wounds, sweeping away the other frost giants who were all drowned except for one called Burgomir. He and his wife were the only giant survivors. Odin and his brothers dragged Ymir's huge body into the emptiness which lay between the still-frozen Niflheim and the still-fiery Muspel. They all thought some good must come of Ymir's death, so they decided to bring the emptiness to life by using his body to form the world. The earth was made from his flesh. His bones and teeth became...